everybody. Welcome to Amplify Your Impact. I am your host, Susan Leonardson. This is where we talk to fast-growing, mission-driven entrepreneurs about how they're growing their businesses and helping others to get results as well. And on this episode, I have Jeff Wickersham. He is a morning routine coach helping clients implement his four-step morning fire methodology to unlock power, profit, and purpose. He is a Tony Robbins award winner, a number one best-selling author of Rise, Fight, Love, Repeat, Ignite Your Morning Fire, and podcast host of Morning Fire for Entrepreneurs. So we are so thrilled to have Jeff on the show today. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Um, so <clears throat> real quick, before we dive into um, some good content here, give us a little bit of your background on how, like, how did you get into your business and um, and what are you also like currently focusing on right now? Absolutely. And and uh, it's funny looking back now because you would never say, hey, here's here's where I'd be in the future. But I spent about 20 years in, in corporate America and then six and a half years ago, unfortunately, I had that life event that that changed everything. I lost my mom to breast cancer. So it was one of those moments where I was punched in the gut, cut at the knees and, and really call, caused me to question everything right? Was corporate America having me bound out of bed in the morning on fire? And the answer I came back with out of some deep soul searching was, was no. So I decided to make a shift, went into and opened up a, a gym locally where I, I live. And then what organically grew out of that was high performance coaching. And I knew I needed to up level my habits, my rituals as a business owner. I went down that deep personal development rabbit hole of coaches, courses, podcasts, I became a sponge. And what I came back with was how do you end your day? What does that last 30 minutes look like? And what's that first 30 minutes look like? And that's really where the the morning fire methodology was, was birthed. That's, that's so cool. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I, uh, I am <laughs> very weak when it comes to morning routines and evening routines is definitely something that is a, a struggle of mine. Um, not from lack of effort. I'm not really sure what my issue is because I've read, oh, let's see, I have the book. Uh, you probably know which one I'm talking about. It's about morning routines. Um, I've read, you know, Atomic Habits. I've like done all these things, but I just, I don't know what it is. So I'm interested. Uh, let's dive in a little bit into like, if you have any tips or advice for someone like me who you know, we've, we've tried, we know the importance of the routines. We know it would help set our days up for success. We know it would keep us like on top of moving in the right direction too. And not just, you know, reacting to our day, but actually like intentionally doing stuff. What are we doing? What, what are you, what is your <laughs> diagnosis of what could possibly uh, be going wrong for us? And what little tip can you give us to start turning that around? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're not alone, right? That, that's first <laughs> and, and foremost. One is having awareness of the science of habits and, and up to 95% of what we do on a daily basis is driven, driven through our habits and rituals. So it's a, a large, large number. And that's why so many people stay on, on that never ending treadmill or feel like they're on that hamster wheel and they're stuck. So that that's number one. Number two is how long it takes to build a habit. We've all heard 21 days to, to yeah. build a habit. That is the bare, bare minimum it's anywhere from 21 to 66, 67 days. So imagine thinking you've made it at 21 days and yet you might need to still go three times longer, right? So that's, that's a very powerful piece to, to the puzzle. The second piece is 
biting off more than, than we can chew, right? And, and not starting small, any habit generation, starting small is so critical. So you build that momentum and you, you really feel that progress because then the mind's gonna reward you and say, okay, yes, I can do this and I'm going to continue doing it. Where so many times when we see this huge mountain of a goal or something we're gonna transform, the mind will, will stop you because there's, there's not clarity. And then finally, the one key piece that I've found in my coaching and, and working with clients at the corporate level and the individual level is accountability. Having somebody there that you check in with, that you got your morning routine done, you got your morning fire routine done is so critical because we will hold everybody else accountable and it's just human nature, but then we'll let ourselves off the hook. We'll say, ah, oh, you know what, today I, I just, I've got this going on. I'm not going to do it. Uh, having that accountability is a critical component to success. Yeah, that's, that's so true. Cause when you, and when I look at like, okay, what things do I consistently do every day? What things are like, they may not be my most favorite thing, but I show up and I do it. And it all is surrounding accountability of like, you know, I want to be working on a specific thing in my business. I have a, a specific time where I meet with somebody on a call and we just have like a work session. Cause I know that I need somebody to like make a promise that I'm going to show up for that. So I love the idea of being able to do that for the, for your morning routines and your evening routines. Now, um, what, talk to me a little bit more about like the evening. Cause I think, I think most people have a good understanding of what a morning should look like, even if we're, we're not doing so great at, at implementing and, and doing what we know we should be doing. But we, I think that the evening stuff and like uh, the other types of like sessions that we can do throughout our weeks to set ourselves up for that success. I don't think it's talked about as often as the morning stuff. So um, can you give us a little bit of insight into that as well? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would say it's definitely not talked about as much as, as the morning, right? You've, there's been the Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, the 5 a.m. Yeah, Club. Yeah, that's the one I was trying to right? think of earlier. <laughs> and, and, and my book, Rise, Fight, Love, Repeat. I yeah, mean, there's yeah, been yeah. multiple books about the topic, but Yes, that, that nighttime is kind of that missing piece, right, of preparing for success. And you talked about controlling the day and not being reactive. Well, the way to do that is, is prepare the night before. So, so a couple of strategies that, that I always leverage is you know, winding down, preparing for a good night's sleep, right? Putting on a pair of blue light blockers or getting off electronics completely 30, 60, 90 minutes before you go to bed, preparing everything that you want to accomplish in the morning. So it's ready there for you. And, and I always recommend to clients, the first thing they do in the morning is drink a full glass of water, right? We, we are dehydrated at night. That's the longest stretch of the day we go without water, have a glass of water ready for you. And, and many times I hear chuckles of people saying, so you want me to have the glass ready for, to go? And I said, absolutely. Because what happens if you come downstairs and there's no glasses that are clean in the cabinet. Somehow the dishwasher didn't get turned on and there's nothing there for you. That's the first, you know, example of the mind where it can step in and say, you know what, Susan, go back to bed. This, this, just, this isn't just your day, right? So as much as you can prepare the night before, one for a good night's sleep because sleep rejuvenates us physically and mentally. And so many times we don't truly think about how important sleep is and then preparing for, for stuff in the morning, the night before, so you can just get these quick wins and you can build that momentum. I like how you brought up like, you know, if one little thing 
could go wrong and it's not even that big of a deal like oh I didn't have a glass okay whatever like but but that like mentally can make it be be like well this this is how my day is starting like you know we're kind of just make like what's the word we're um Oh, I can't, I can't think of what, of what the term is, but you know, we're setting ourselves up for like the rest of our day to not go well because we are already thinking about it. It's like, it's like the, uh, it's a you know, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah, you. Like, I can't yeah. think of the phrase right now, but yeah, yeah the self-fulfilling prophecy, it's almost like the opposite of, of the, uh, you know, the secret, the, the book and the movie of the, the secret where it's like, we focus all on the positive stuff. We'll see the positive things in our, in, in, in life, life will just go better. But if the one little thing goes wrong and we just didn't prepare enough, then it could if we allow it to. So yeah, I, I've never thought of that before. So thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's so true. And I, I tell people, just think about how powerful the choice you can make when you first wake up, right? You get out of bed, you can say, oh, today's going to suck, right? <laughs> but if you do that, nine times out of 10, it's probably going to suck. But if you wake up and today is going to be amazing, just imagine that first thought that you're putting out into the universe, you're speaking it out loud and, and your, your body and your mind is going to follow. So it's so, so incredibly powerful. I love that. I love that. That's something that I need to do. And then also do it as an example for my kids, because I feel like they could really use that, that little ump to get out of bed and start their day on the right foot rather than like, oh, <laughs> Time to get yeah, up again. I'm so tired. <laughs> I have two sons and, and I, I do impart my wisdom on them. And, yeah. and one of the best parts of my days is we meditate before school individually together. So it's, it's I love pretty, that. pretty amazing. I love that idea. That's so good. Well, I'm sure that your book has plenty more little ideas and tidbits in it like that one. Um, I, we said it in the intro, but I want to just talk about it for a moment. Um, rise, fight, love, repeat, ignite your morning fire. Um, what what uh, motivated you to write a book? So I always have it in the back of my mind. The crazy thing is my late mother was a reading specialist and a teacher okay. all her life. And I was not good at English or, or reading, <laughs> right? And I, I didn't really like to read back when uh, when she she was around. So it was very ironic that, that I decided to write it, but I always had it kind of in the back of my mind that I would love to have a book. And once COVID hit last March in April, I just started writing. I had, we're all homebound. I had more time on my hands. I stayed consistent in waking up at, at 4 a.m. in the morning, but then I had time to, to write. So, uh, you know, just definitely took, took the leap and said, I'm going to, to make it happen. Luckily, I had a great editor that had helped with my, uh, you know, uh, sentence forming and, and putting everything in place. She did a wonderful job, but it was a great experience. And, and I know my mom was probably looking down, shaking her head saying, you son of a gun of all times for you to publish a book. Why not when I was around? Because she right. was love to give books out to people that she knew so oh that's fun that's that's awesome um so you have this book where where can people go to to check it out yep they can go out to amazon it's available on uh, in ebook format or paperback and the rise fight love repeat is the morning fire mantra so it's rising like a phoenix reborn each day new possibilities new opportunities you're going to fight for your physical fitness mental fitness nutritional fitness and really, I feel like we need that dog, that fight mentality. It's kind of bred out of us as, as adults, yeah. loving yourself, most importantly, then you can love all those around you. And then as we were talking about before, just the repetition, right? Repeating it. So it becomes autopilot and you don't need to think about it, but it sets that foundation 
for how you start your day. That's so good. Um, what, so you are a coach and you, for your clients, um, talk to us a little bit more about like, uh, how, how people work with you. I know you've got a, let's see, we've got 10 week morning fire Academy. Um, tell us more about that. Yeah. So it's in a group coaching model, right? Where, where the power of, of kind of the social interaction is, is a great piece as well as we talked about accountability when you have nine, 10, 12 other people checking in the morning that they got their morning fire complete. You don't want to look like the one person that's not doing the work. So that helps people adhere to the program as well as I'm with them every step of the way. So they, they have a course they go through and then, then they're checking it off, checking off the, uh, the box each day that they got it complete. We have a weekly call where I talk about leadership, mindset, negative beliefs, productivity, all those things to make you more productive as well as instill that mindset because the game is truly internal. It's not an external game and mastering that can, can truly help you move the needle personally and professionally. So uh, that's what the, the, the 10 week program looks like. Yeah. I love that. And the group coaching model is just, that, that's like my favorite thing. Like I love going into programs like that. And, um, and, and I, again, I think it's, it's just that accountability. I think that's just how I function. And I think most people also function that way when there's, when there's that accountability. Um, okay. So I want to shift gears slightly. We already kind of have been, but I want to start talking about more about your business. Um, what, what we do on the podcast, we, of course, we want to focus on how you, how our guests, how Jeff is helping people to improve and to um, better themselves and get results. But we're going to shift gears a little bit. Jeff, I want to know how you are growing your business. So if you can just maybe give us, um, what are you, what are you working toward right now? What's, what's in your sights for, for the next few months? So one of the big lessons I learned from the gym business that I shut down in August due to COVID and, and quite honestly pivoting into what I'm, I'm much more passionate about was that I was the bottleneck in my business. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I figured that out. And, and earlier this year, I brought on a virtual assistant to help with lead generation. And that has truly been a game changer because we're on this podcast right now. She is doing reach outs and, and connecting with people. So, you know, as a solopreneur, an entrepreneur that's just starting out, when you get to a point leveraging someone else to help you with those tasks that truly move your business can, can accelerate things quite, quite rapidly. And it's a game changer. Yeah, that's so, that's exactly, um, I think what probably the biggest problem and the, the earliest problem that we run into when we're starting our businesses is like, we realize Oh yeah. Like there's only so much I can do. I'm definitely the bottleneck. And then it's like, okay, what are my options? Um, I'm actually in a similar position of you of bringing someone in to start doing, you know, the lead gen and, and sales for me so that I can free up my time to focus more on, you know, my work with my clients, which is probably exactly what you're wanting to do. That's, that's where we get fulfilled in our businesses as working with our clients and, and seeing their success. Um, what uh we we like to keep it real on this show so hopefully you don't mind me asking you this question on the spot yep. um but i like to, i like the audience to see like no matter where we're at in our business what no matter what successes we have achieved there's still something that we're trying to figure out we don't have everything figured out nothing's perfect 
Um, so can you tell us maybe something that you're trying to work out, something that is maybe uh, holding you up or um, where you're where you're just seeking for some answers? I would probably say around messaging, right? And, mm -hmm. and messaging related to the hook of, of getting people interested. And not that that will ever be correct. I think it's that's always constant, evolving, right? <laughs> right. It's a constant evolution, but yep. I will say that is something I have definitely struggled with in, in my past. I continue to evolve it. It's not where I want it to be and it probably never will be, but, but that understanding that fact and being accepting that fact will save you from a lot of pain and, and headache and just the, the, trap of being a perfectionist of saying, oh, I need this exactly. It's probably never going to be exactly right. And you always want to evolve. So yeah. that would be one area that definitely, you know, I, I continue to work on and, and refine. That's, that's good. I mean, like exactly right. Like our messaging is always changing. And, you know, the more we are working with people, the more we're we're in our business and, and developing it, like it's always changing. We always figure out another little piece that can fit into our messaging. We, we learn that someone else we helped had this other problem that we didn't realize in the beginning. And so, oh, we should start talking more about that. Um, yeah, that, that's awesome. I love that. Um, along those same lines of, of improvement and um, growing your business, um, do you mind sharing with us, like we talk about like amplifying our impact and I think one of the things that I believe is, is one of the best ways we can amplify our impact is with the people we are already working with. Um, the people that are coming into our programs, the people that we're working with um, on, an, on the daily basis. Are you doing anything currently to improve like the value that, that, that is, is your program? Um, are you ever are constantly changing that much like our messaging is always evolving. Do you feel like your course is also, and your program is also kind of evolving as you go, or have you figured that one out? <laughs> yes. I, I would say I come from that mindset of constant improvement, right? And you're either improving or you're getting worse. So always looking for better ways to do things, books, podcasts, absorbing yeah. material, seeing what's out there, becoming a voracious learner, is, is just so vital. One, two, providing value for your clients. And, and two, staying ahead of the game or staying up to date on, on what, what is our successful pieces that you can take in and pick from and, and add to your program. So it's very, I think overall, it's a, it's a growth mindset perspective, right? Mm -hmm. That you continue to want to evolve as a human being, as a coach, as a guide, and your programs and, and your, your offerings are going to as well. And, and then clients are going to resonate with those. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. You know, that's kind of what I do with my clients is we, we are constantly looking for ways, like how do we make it so that your people are getting better results, faster results, and you're also able to give more value and, and it makes your program more valuable, which is so cool. So it's good to hear that you are um, always, you know, with that growth mindset, which you have, you have to be in this business, right? You have to yes. always have that growth mindset to be able to survive the next day. <laughs> yeah, um, that's so good. Okay, Jeff, I want to give you a chance to tell everybody uh, where they can connect with you, uh, social media, websites, whatever you want to, wherever you want to send them, go ahead and, and uh, let us know. Absolutely. So if they want to, to just sample the book, they can grab two chapters of my uh, book out on my website, 
www.themorningfire.com. You can scroll down, just put in your email address. I'll send those two chapters to you. If you love it, obviously you can pick it up on, on Amazon. I'm out on socials, LinkedIn, Instagram, Jeff underscore Wickersham, Facebook as well. And then if they want to, uh, to check out another podcast, they could go in and check out Morning Fire for Entrepreneurs. Love it. Definitely go check. I mean, if you're listening to my podcast, you are a podcast listener. So go listen to Jeff's as well um, and get subscribed and, and help uh, get his message spread out there as well. So Jeff, thank you so much for being with us today. Susan, thank you so much.